We all ready for this? Dun 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 dun. Oh well. No, we should intro with the new Phoenix Wright music. Which one? No. Best soundtrack ever. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of the Game Cola Podcast. My name is Michael Gray. With me today is Diana Gray, no relation, and Rizzy Man. Introduce yourselves, people. Hello, my name is Diana Gray. I am an editor at GameCola.net, and I'm a Phoenix Wright fangirl. Hi, I'm John Rizzy. I am a um, a former fan of Game Cola. Well, I wouldn't say former. I still am, but... Um, I haven't been on in quite a while. I've moved on to other things. I am a YouTube movie reviewer, which I review movies every other week, recent movies that came out. And I'm also a avid Phoenix Wright fan, one of my favorite games of all time, and I'm happy to be here to talk about the newest game, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Let's establish something right off the bat here. Okay. If you haven't beaten the game, you might not want to listen to this because we are going to probably end up talking about the end of the game. In all seriousness, this is not going to be spoiler-free, so you might want to stop listening uh, now if you haven't beaten the game yet, and come back later. We'll still be here. We are <laughs> going to try to go through the game from beginning to end, so hopefully, like, if you've only made it to Case 3, you can stop when we move on to talking about Case 4, but we might no get off topic, because we're not the best at staying on topic. Oh, no. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> so, John, did, did, did you see uh, Frozen yet? Because I saw Frozen. Uh... Really, guys? Already? I hate you. <laughs> Dual Destinies. I originally thought it was going to be Phoenix and Apollo. Wait, can we not go into detail just yet? Let's just talk about our overall impressions of the game. And my first overall impression is that, in my opinion, it's the best game to come out of the series so far. Awkward mm. silence. I love you guys. Phoenix Wright series? I don't know yeah. if I'd agree with that. Yeah, did you yeah. play case number three? Oh god, case three. <laughs> it's the new it's the new uh, circus case. Did, okay. Did okay. you play did you play case three of the second game? Here's here's what I think, personally, about this. And you know, I'm probably biased, but I mean, I think, yes, it was a great game. It was a fantastic game. And for those of you who don't know, yes, I did just beat it like two days ago. That's why we haven't had this podcast yet. But um I think that I read somewhere that they were trying to make it like a good jumping off point for people to enter the enter the series. Yeah. And I think that in doing that, they succeeded. They succeeded. But I think that by in doing so, in my opinion, at least the game was way too easy. Hmm. I literally I thought... got through the game with maybe two penalties in the entire game. See, I felt the same way about Apollo Justice. I mean, oh, that was just way no. too easy for me. <laughs> Really and I think it's a really good game. I, I'm saying from a gameplay think... perspective, this was the best game out of all of them. Like, I have more options to do. Oh, I or, you were um... Apollo Justice. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But I think that by adding, like, that notes feature that gives you hints on what you're supposed to... Do, like, I, I just... I didn't like that. Not a fan of that. I think actually. I liked it. But... I think um, the thing what they did, which they haven't done in other games, is that you would automatically move to a different place in investigation. Yeah. 
So, like, you'd talk to everybody like at that? the Phoenix Wright Law Offices, and then you'd automatically be moved to the detention center or something like that? That mm-hmm. was new. Yeah. Did you like that? I liked it, but it's like, well, why do I need the notes section to tell me where to go next if you're automatically going to take me there? I only used yeah. the notes section once because I screwed up and I thought I presented everything because I was stuck, and I ended up, the one piece of evidence that I didn't present was the thing that I had to do to get another conversation topic. That's the only time I used it, and the only, time, only reason I used it is because my friend reminded me that it was there. Because I, was, I, was, I was complaining because I was stuck. I completely forgot about that feature all the way. I didn't even use it once. I didn't need to. <laughs> but I was looking at, like, I looked at it after I used it, and it just, it, like, everything. Like, it was like Nancy Drew status task list thing. Yeah. And I was like, Na- Nancy is- Drew? What? What? <laughs> Wait. See, I, I woke him up huh? for you. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, Nancy Drew the Silent Spy, best game of the series so far. Okay, so... You um, say so, anyway. <laughs> relevance. Relevance. So that was, my, that was my overall impression of the game. Like, it was interesting. I'll give it, like, once I got into it, I did want to keep playing. For the most part, there... It's just... I don't know. Like, I was really confused. Like, I wanted to love it, and I, I did love it, but not as much as I expected so you're saying you you're saying you hyped yourself up too much. I think so. I think that might have been my my downfall. As yeah. anyone who's been reading Game Cola for the past like I don't know how long I've been writing those articles, but uh, year. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say year, but I I didn't know if that was the right amount of time. No, <laughs> I I hyped myself up quite a bit for this game, and it was good. It was great. It was just. Not exactly everything I was expecting. Yeah, can we first acknowledge the positive reviews that this game is getting? I'm pretty sure Destructoid or some something like that. I, don't, I could be completely wrong. You gave it a 10 out of 10 or something like that. Whoa. I know, and I know IGN gave it like a 7.9. And um, Game Informer, I think, gave it a 9.5 out of 10. So, I think it does deserve really... I mean, it does deserve really high score. Like, it was a good game. It was just... Yeah. Yeah, just... Like, it, it was a really good game. I think the whole reason why the whole Ace Attorney series... They're all good games. All of them. Um, besides the ones that... Even the ones that you hate, you have to admit they're good games on, on their own. But I think the main reason why we keep coming back to them is, beca- is not because of the gameplay, but not because of the challenge, but because of the wonderful characters that they have all written. Well, now that we've talked about the game in general, let's be more specific and start with case number one, Turnabout Countdown. What did you guys think about this case? I mean, I was surprised because given that the demo was from this case, I kind of expected at least the first 15 minutes or so to be exactly the same. So I did like that it started in like a different place. Yeah, the demo was completely different from... um the way it worked out in the case, which really surprised some people. Yeah, I, w- I was really surprised by that, but I liked it. Uh, I thought it was a good intro for Athena and everything. Like, I thought it was an interesting case. It was one of my favorite cases, not gonna lie. <laughs> it was a very clever introduction to the game. I will say that. I think there were a couple of holes in the case, which make no yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Number one is the, um, what is the stuffed animal doing there? Just, just, that's just weird, random nonsense. They didn't explain that? 
the bomb was hidden I'm inside to... the stuffed animal, and the bomb yeah. was also transported inside a transport case. So why was the bomb put inside a stuffed animal inside a transport case? I think it's oh, like when, no. when the person was originally using the bomb, they put it in the it stuffed animal. It was already hidden, so they had to keep it in the stuffed animal to preserve so it as like evidence. When was that explained? Because I don't know. You assume. It wasn't explained in the case itself. Oh, I think you're just making up stories. I think it's a reasonable inference. A logical explanation that the game developers thought, uh, they'll figure it out that way. That's the way we intend to do it. I mean, we're Ace Attorney fans. We're obviously a lot more clever when it comes to comparing ourselves to other gamers. Wait, wait, wait. So don't we go back to the bomb in, like, case four and five, the huge major case? Yes. Does the stuffed animal feature at all in those cases? Um, it's, it is mentioned in... Case 5, I believe, like, briefly, when they bring up the picture of the bomb that exploded. Yes? Oh, wait. I... So, no, that is that in Case 5? It's after... Because Case 5 it's, it's takes case place five. before and after Case number 1. So they mention no, the stuffed case animal... You're thinking of Case 4, Michael. Oh, right? They're not yeah. the same case? No. Oh, okay. We'll get there when we Story get there. Story-wise, they are. Story-wise, they're the exact same case. Well, anyway... Problem number two was, did I have a second problem? Like the the switch, which the just switch, like yeah, that was what I was gonna point gets out. introduced and never mentioned anywhere, except now for, for that all... one like short mention in like case four. Now for those the for people who don't remember it, aka me, can you explain that please? Okay, so there's a bomb which was used to kill Detective Candace Arm. Uh-huh. Our hero, Juniper, a.k.a. Apollo's new girlfriend, has yeah. been falsely accused yeah. of setting the bomb. Ah. So the bomb was set off with a timer. It was a switch timer. It got added to evidence, and nobody ever mentioned it again. It, didn't it even have like, her fingerprints on it? No, no, nobody no. ever mentioned it again. That would have been uh, too much. Um, it would have made it relevant it too, if her fingerprints yeah. were on it. Oh, I thought they said that, like, at the beginning or something. I thought that was why it was so incriminating. That was the tale. That was the tale. Oh, just kidding. Uh, okay, but things that we did like... I did like, um, Gaspin Payne. Did, did we like him? Okay. He I, was I completely was wasted. Funny. He was completely wasted. He was... Com- he was of... completely wasted the entire time. I Not that kind of wasted. She had no idea... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I liked no, him. A... I thought he was funny. I just saw Winston the whole time. I mean, for all we know, I mean, it, it must have been well Winston. Just be... It could have. I liked his running out of the courtroom animation. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, come on, you could have just put Winston back in, and no one would have known the difference. Yeah, there was really no real change in personality. The idea was supposed to be he's darker and more edgy than his older brother. Except he wasn't brother. really. Except, except he, he wasn't. Except he looks like he's going to a Beatles concert. What else do we have to talk about about Case 1? I think it was kind of weird how Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Wright's introduction, I, I mean, I guess it was good, but it's kind of... <laughs> I thought it was All right, funny. wait, wait, wait. What if it, he burst into the courtroom yelling objection? What if he didn't know what was going on in the courtroom and he just yelled that randomly? Like, what if Athena was winning the trial and then he burst open and yelled objection? Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> but what happens is, like, half a minute later, he references something that happened two minutes ago. So that I think means he was, he was waiting outside the door yeah, he was for a couple outside. of minutes. 
before he could shout objection and run in. So he was he just, letting Athena fail on purpose just so he could have his big entrance. He just wanted to be cool for once. <laughs> for the first time in like seven years, he wanted to be cool. Can you grudge him for that? No. Yeah, but the DLC is his first It defended case. a whale already. He's already cool for that. Yeah, this is after the DLC case, so I mean, he's oh, yeah. back in... Hey, I haven't the... finished that yet. Don't say anything. Okay, well, the whale is innocent. Thank no. you. Thanks for that. I kind of figured. There's a character who has horrible rap numbers. Yep, I, I've gotten there, too. And it's not Phoenix. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, so Gaspin Payne, I think he's kind of a loser. I think Athena, Athena kind of, she went, she went down too easily. I mean, she was easily defeated. We're gonna, that's, that's gonna have to be talked about. Um, well, she later. was kind of backed into a corner. She was, but I, I feel like this was a problem I had with the entire game. Was our heroes just too easily go, oh no, the prosecution is right. There's no possible explanation for that. It's like, come on, I could think of ten possible explanations off the top of my head. Yeah, and then they spend, like, what, like, 20 dialogue boxes later, and then they figure out, oh, wait, this could have been happened. And, like, um, thank you. <laughs> Not like I couldn't figure that out for myself. But the mood matrix, that was introduced. That was pretty cool. Yes, I think that's a very cool feature. But I think one way they could have made it a little better was that if it was an option during normal cross-examinations. Well, it's not necessary, though, so you wouldn't really know I, when to use it. I know. I know. That's the thing. It'll make the game more challenging. That way you have so many different options to choose from, but only one, one of them is the correct way. Yeah, but, I mean, um, isn't that what they tried with Apollo Justice Ace Attorney? Or in that game, did they let you know whenever you had to do the uh, bracelet challenge? They let, they let you know. know. Okay, so um, with the previous games in the series, they sort of let you know or force you into it, so I guess yeah. they just decided to follow in with that. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. At least make it an option for the player to look into, plus it'll give the game a lot more variety, it'll give it'll make it a lot more challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see, Apollo gets attacked halfway through the trial? I was dramatic. Finding him on the floor. <laughs> I was actually kind of mad when I saw it. I was like, okay, if he is out for, like, the next... A couple hours of the game, I'm going to be so pissed. Because I really want to see him have good character development for once. He has a girlfriend. Or, no. Well, yeah. I thought there was something strange about that whole entire section. It, it was the way they presented it in the game, where is, um, you have to use the mood matrix on Juniper to reveal the fact that she was actually going to the ruins. Yeah. Hmm? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's like, well, if that happened like three minutes ago, how did you forget so quickly? Because the storyline is supposed to be she goes in with Apollo, she gets called back to uh, to the court. The trial, yeah. And then, you know, you have to cross-examine her and use the mood matrix to reveal, oh, she and Apollo found something over in the other place. I don't know. I'm making a bad objection to the game. <laughs> Wait, I think I see what you're saying. So... Juniper, like, when Juniper got on the witness stand a second time, you have to use the moon matrix to find out that they found something in the courtroom. Yeah, they have to find out that Apollo found some possible evidence next door. 
So she completely forgot about that and didn't tell you that right off the bat? In like the two minutes, yeah. Wow. Well, she was she was a little stressed. I Yeah, I mean Apollo did just get attacked, so yeah. Oh boy, Juniper Wood. So what about the villain in that case? Nobody's perfect. Ted Tenate. Ted Tanata, I think it's pronounced. I believe it's called Tenate. Because it's a pun. On detonate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I think he's a very eccentric villain. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, that's about all you can really say about that. He wasn't that. really a developed character. He just likes watching things explode, apparently. He likes selling yeah. things on the black market. <laughs> oh, he does, huh? Isn't that, didn't they talk about that? Like he was selling bombs? Or something? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I'm just making that up. He's, he's writing Fallout Equestria fanfiction. Ooh, hey, they have DuckTales Phoenix Wright stuff. I mean, um, on, on, back on topic. Focus, Michael. <laughs> so, do you think it's pronounced Phony Fanty or Phony Fenty? Fanty. Who cares? Because it's supposed to be an elephant, right? Yeah, but elephant, Fenty. Well, that's just weird. I'm sorry. But so, that's just elephant, weird. Ele- it's a weird ele- thing. So they ele- made... Elephant... So Bumrap Rhiney, so they decided to make Phoenix a stuffed animal, and the way Basically, they did that I is it was... by making him a rhinoceros who is unjustly has his attorney's badge taken away. Oh my god, I just noticed that. <laughs> I never really? noticed that. I am an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's definitely like a picture of Phoenix, and the judge is supposed to be the evil elephant. Which I have to be honest, I don't feel I don't feel like the judge should be blamed for what happened. No, me neither. Mm. It was, I mean... It's totally yeah. not his fault. Well, I yeah. mean, he did sort of... He was sort of the one who took away the badge, though. Yeah, but... He had no choice. It was because there was overwhelming... It's the law! ...quote-unquote evidence <laughs> of Phoenix's forgery. Again, in quotes. He was just making what he believed was the right decision. It was his job. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, yeah, so we're not gonna... So he totally doesn't deserve all the bald jokes that are directed at him at this ga- in this game. We like the judge. We like the judge. We do like the judge. I like the judge. We love the pick on him. He's old. He speaks Spanish. His brother is, is somehow Canadian. So, case two? So, case number two, the horribly translated turnabout. The monstrous <laughs> turnabout. So what's with all these Japanese things? It's, is this like a Japanese game or something? Um, I just want to throw out there that uh, the scroll, like where you see the, the two demons fighting, mm-hmm. looked mm-hmm. remarkably similar to uh, Okami and Okami Den, some of Capcom's other games. Like the Probably. border and, the, and Ninetales kind of reminded me of Okami Den. And I'm like, yeah, that was a really well placed Easter egg. <laughs> I was like, hey, it was funny. Uh. Aside from that, I mean, I do agree with you about, I think it would have it was messed been up. different if it was like a missed trend. Like, I think it was a creative idea. It, it seemed to me that they really wanted to use supernatural creatures in some way, but they didn't know how to properly execute it. So here's my question, and uh, I guess people have no idea what we're talking about. But the defendant at one point, for actually most of the case actually, pretends to be 
possessed by the spirit of Tenmataro, the evil bird creature. And yes, that is decidedly what confused me. Pro wrestler slash mayor. I was so confused. Everybody's a secret pro wrestler, by the way, in this case. But my question is, was he pretending to be possessed by Tenmataro, or was yes. he really possessed by Tenmataro? No, he was pretending. 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 So I was wondering if that's actually the case in the Japanese version as well. I'm sure. Most, most likely. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they would change something like don't that. Feel like, no, I feel like that could be something that in the Japanese version, where they actually believe in these Japanese gods, that it would be more plausible Oh, it could be. I Whereas guess, here in but... the English version, we kind of had to change the dialogue to say, oh, by the way, these creatures aren't real because that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I suppose it's all up for interpretation, but... Depends on perspective. I thought it was an interesting case, for sure. The characters were interesting. I'm not sure I liked the <laughs> defendants or the characters. I, I thought... Um... Let's I didn't go through care the characters. So, I didn't um... care for them at all. Bobby Fulbright, he was introduced, Detective Fulbright. What did you guys think about his introduction, and him in this case? I think he was pretty decent. Was he? Did they try to introduce him as, like, somewhat of a minor bad guy? No. No, no, they just introduced him from the beginning as somebody who's helpful and likes you. He was the detective, yeah. Okay. They just said, I'm the detective on this case. Like, it was just bluntly put out there. As, or as far as I can remember. Hey, I'm the detective on this case. You should trust me. Wink, wink. Justice, and justice we trust. Like, I, when he was introduced, I, I kind of got reminded of, like, Gumshoe just a little bit. But, because, I mean, he's so happy about his job, and he's like, he helps you, despite got, not willingly. The, he has the same enthusiasm as him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Gumshoe. And then I kind of got over it because I was like, Gumshoe's not This should be you, not him. (laughs) And I was like, this should be you, Gumshoe. I miss you. Okay, next character we have here is Phineas Filch, who is Tanuki. Did anybody like him? No. Okay, me neither. He had that one animation, which was good, where he had his hands over his head and he, like, bent to the side. Oh, yeah. That was an interesting animation. Other than that, he's just not a very good character, I guess. I don't know. I think if I knew what a Tanuki was, I might find him like more a... interesting. Have you, have you like ever played Mario 3? Yeah, but Mario in Mario 3 does not act anything like Phineas Filch. Well, it's like... Who the hell said he know. had to? Well, no, I just think I think the joke with Phineas Filch is his personality is like your typical Tanuki personality, and I don't know what a Tanuki personality is like. Apparently, uh. they're like thieving raccoons. Yeah, I think um, they probably could have found a better comparison. Mystical creature. <laughs> but I was gonna say comparison between like. Yeah, because especially when you're bringing this out to North America, where the closest thing to people to the Americans ever hearing of a Tanuki is that it's a Japanese raccoon and that Mario wears their skin. <laughs> yeah, so there was like little to no introduction of what Tanukis are like. It's just like here's this guy, oh he's just like a Tanuki. Don't understand it, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Go look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, who else? And apparently Simon Blackwell. Ooh, we'll talk about him too. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll yes, him. yes, yes. Other characters first. Jinxie. So we were introduced to this nah. case through Jinxie, who was, um, eh. what's her face's friend? Trucy's? 
Yeah. Trucy, what about Trucy's introduction? I like Trucy. I was happy to see her again. She looked really ugly in this game. Oh, ouch. Oh. No, because in Apollo Justice, she looks so cute. I mean, uh, not, I mean, animation-wise. I'm sorry, but but in this one, her transfer from 2D to 3D was not pretty. Her hat did look a little off in some places, but I didn't think it was that I didn't think it was noticeably awful. bad. Her face just looked too blocky to me. Hmm, okay. Like, really blocky. But personality-wise, she tried to stay the same. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was nice. Uh, Jinxie, though, I don't think I liked her personality. Did she have a personality besides scared person who throws stuff at your face? I, I did think that was funny the first couple times, not gonna lie. Okay, what about the, like, the... the 3D! Like, 12 times... Yeah, not so funny then, but I did like how um, when she would put like a demon slip thingy on Apollo's forehead and he would talk, like, it would flutter. I was like, that's a nice attention to detail. <laughs> I thought it was funny. The throwing, yeah. things in the, the throwing things in the face kind of reminded me of uh, Victor Kudo from Game 3. Yeah. 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 It was like, it was cute at first, but now, tone it down a little bit, please. As long as you keep making jokes about it, which the infinite ammo code was pretty funny. <laughs> The thing with her is I didn't think she was uh, sort of the opposite, I guess, with Trucy was. I, you know, I thought Jinxie was kind of an ugly-looking character. But then all the pictures of her from the side or stuff, which brought up were brought up in the rest of the case, it's like, wow, she looks awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I can so do. I liked her 2D pictures, but not her 3D pictures. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's 2D or 3D or because one is looking her right in the face and the other is from the side. Yeah. Quick, quick segue off that. Did you guys play um, the game in 3D like the entire time, or did you like switch off or like switch it on and off or? Um. Yeah, switched on and off. Yeah, you know, I'll switch sort it of. on for like a new character if I think it's interesting. But other than that, I was like, eh, 3D, meh. But when I did turn I, it on, it did look very nice. Yeah, I, I, I played I, the entire game in 3D. I do that the ah. first time I play a game. It looked really good in 3D. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really that big of a fan of 3D. Like, normally I go see 3D movies or stuff like that. Um, I normally go see them in 3D if they're filmed in 3D and not converted. There's a difference. So when I heard this game was fully meant to be seen in 3D, I was like, okay. So then I played the entire demo in 3D. I'm like, eh, it looks very nice, but I prefer the 2D. I think they definitely did a better job in the 3D with this game than they did in uh, Professor Layton. Oh, yeah. Like, that game, I could not handle the 3D in that game. Oh, yeah, it made your eyes want to bleed. Yeah. (laughs) I think this is definitely the best game I've played on 3D. Like, the whole thing. Because I tried, um, I've played a bunch on 3D. Like, I tried Ocarina of Time, Kid Icarus, I tried all those on 3D, and this was definitely the best. Yeah, I played um, Mario 3D Land all in 3D. That that game look is pretty much um, uh, it looks meant to be played in 3D. In 3D. But yes. Whenever there was a tricky jump, I had to turn it off 3D because otherwise I would <laughs> That never bothered fall me at and all. Die. It just always bothered me every time there was a tricky jump. So I know it's just me, apparently. Yes. Okay, we can go back to the characters now. <laughs> I was just curious. Okay, going back to the characters. Next character, um... Let's go with Damien Tenma, the the defendant. Uh, I, we talked a little bit about him. He's big. Uh, yeah. 
You know, if he had just told the truth from the beginning, we would have avoided the entire conflict. Yeah. But that can be yeah, said really. of, like, almost <laughs> every say. defendant. Like, Edgeworth in case number four at the first game. It's like, dude, Edgeworth, open up, bro. Wait, who was the most honest character? I think I'm, I'm thinking Will Powers from the first game. Yeah, he was yeah. honest. He, right from the beginning, he like said Will I was Powers. sleeping the whole time. <laughs> Everyone would be like Will Powers. There would be no cases, and we probably wouldn't have a job. But <laughs> at least everyone would be not in jail. <laughs> Juniper Woods was rather honest, but yeah. Yeah. she was yeah. useless because she was so scared. Yeah. So at least she had a reason yeah. for being useless. Wait, we're talking honest in uh, case one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Florent LaBelle, what was that? So, was it supposed I... to be funny that he changed his hair color five times over the course of the I was day? just really confused. I was like, wait, wasn't his hair a different color before? Like, And I was like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. And then when he gave us like the hair thing, I was like, oh, so I wasn't going crazy. He really <laughs> did change his hair. <laughs> And apparently he, like, puts it on the market but doesn't sell it. Yeah, he, like, advertises it. How is that possible? I'm like, you're an idiot. (laughs) It's not even that great of a product either. Your hair is not that good. Yeah, I know. It was weird. It looks animated. So Florent LaBelle, he was working for the defendant. He was the defendant's personal aide. Okay. Yes. I couldn't quite get that right. Did the victim have a personal aide or no? No. And something which bothered me about this case, um, which I mentioned earlier, our defense attorney cannot come up with explanations. So one explanation which I thought was completely lacking was, you know, Apollo just admitting, oh, there's no possible way somebody could have been hiding at the scene of the crime. Okay, I was convinced the entire time that he, someone was going to say that they were hiding behind the fold, like the folding screen. The folding yeah. screen was there. I tried to Somebody present that. Easily I... could have been hiding behind the folding screen. We we were actually shown like the viewpoint from the door. I think that was yeah, uh, one of my penalties. Actually, it was because I was trying to do the folding screen. We got ahead of <laughs> and ourselves. <laughs> And it turns out the folding screen is completely useless. But yes, we got ahead of ourselves. We have Simon Blackwell, the final new character. Ah, Blackwell. Okay, I'm just going to say, I really, really, really liked him. Yes. (laughs) Did you really like him too, Michael? No. Oh, Michael! Buzzkill. Why is he always talking about samurais and stuff? I can't understand it. Come on, all prosecutors have to have a gimmick. We know that. Except for Edgeworth. His gimmick is just being formal. Well, you know, I kind of like the gag of him talking about the other prisoners on death row, except that was really underutilized. Yeah, I know. I think they Yeah, could... that was... Re- I really wish they used that more. I thought that was really I clever. Think, I think why... I wasn't really too impressed with Blackwell until later cases. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah, I think here, this is something else. There's like a huge freakout when he breaks his cuffs in this case, everybody freaks out and then he does it like five other times in the other cases and nobody cares. Yeah, he's not not doing anything. (laughs) I like the bird. Yeah, his hawk. Uh, When the bird sat on top of the judge's head for the first time, not gonna lie, I had to laugh for like three minutes. (laughs) Because the judge just looks so confused. It's like, the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Like his eyes just like went up to the bird like on his head. I thought it was funny. It is fortunate that Blackwell's the prosecutor because he understands all of these Japanese things they're referring to, so that's good. 
he was able to explain them for everyone else. Kind of. So this was the case that, um, what was it, Diana, you wrote about this on GameCola. They, they used the 3D examination, like examining in 3D. Yeah, they I did. a video uh, on that, which yeah. made us think that Phoenix was killed. Yeah, no. that never happened. Phoenix did not get killed in this case. That never happened. I was waiting for that. That was the other thing just, I was going to talk about. So they have just clever marketing. <laughs> That's horrible. It was horrible. I was waiting for that. I thought it was going to be like, I wanted to see how that connected into this case because I was really confused. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> I was so sad. Ugh. I kept like examining everything like over and over, hoping it would give me like different results. And it, it didn't. That's the other thing. The other thing, too. Speaking of examining things, I am ridiculously disappointed that we weren't able to examine everything everywhere. Because God knows I do that. Wait, Blackwell's to... supposed to be British? When does that come in? What? Boo. Really? Failure. I'm, I'm... Wait, you never put that together? No. With the sound clip? He sounds so British. He's supposed to be British? But then how does he know everything about Japan? He could study up. When, Anyone could go on Wikipedia and study a whole bunch of crap British? about Japan. They never said he was British, did they? It's he sounds British from his objection in silence. I, I mean, come on, silence. That's not British. Edward sounds like super British. Silence. Hmm. That's British. Objection. Objection. Yeah, no, I thought yeah. that's just him doing a deep voice rather than him doing an accent. Sorry. Oh. Uh. I don't know. I didn't think he was British. His voice actor is British. When was he? I'm, I'm His voice proud. actor was, I, I believe. Okay, fine. I'll accept that. But I won't accept that he's British because they never said that. And that is not a reasonable inference. This is a gimmick they've done for, like, the Miles Edgeworth cases. Actually, for, like, the past four Phoenix Wright games is we have a character who has a new thing to say rather than saying, hold it, objection, and take that. Yeah, that's true. The guy says, not, yeah, so just, fast. not so fast. And the and judge says, says overruled. And Blackwell goes, what was that? Silence. Silence. <laughs> and Apollo says, gotcha. I like Apollo. Don't make fun of him. Well, no, no. I was saying he started, uh, no, I, he started the trend that everybody else is following. So do we think that this trend has, is it good or has it run its life? Well, life? At least, well, at least gotcha has a purpose, unlike the other ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really think too much about it. I mean, it just, it happened. I kind of feel like, for the most part, his uh, silence and his objection could be used interchangeably, but yeah. I didn't really make too much of a big deal over it. That didn't really matter it's, to me. It's just a cheap way of trying to remember them. What's the first thing you remember about Shilong Lang? Not so fast. That's the only thing you remember. Uh, I, I, the wolf thing, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. The, the scroll animation, I did really like that. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was pretty cool. And basically his theme song. It's like, can I just have this theme song playing behind me every day for the rest of my life? Have we, have we exhausted our, our case two topics? I had, I had two other things to say. Oh, go for it, go for it. Um, <laughs> let's go for number one because it's more interesting. Like, Apollo was handed the special jar of, like, you know, cream stuff, hair cream or whatever. Why did he never use that until, and, I mean, yeah. No, I was going to say, it's like, well, say? he holds it in his inventory for like three hours. It's like, you you know that it's going to have to be used at like the final, very end of the case. Yeah. Hmm. 
but I mean, kind of, kind of like the uh, guitar pick in um, uh, Ace Attorney Investigations. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. here's this random thing. Uh, let's keep it, but there's no way we'll, it'll fit in later. Hint, 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 hint. Yeah, that happened in case five of the first Phoenix Wright game as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm <laughs> sure this won't become important evidence. Oh, and it saves the trial. You know. <laughs> Is this one of the cases where, like, the character goes through his inventory and gets rid of all the old stuff? Um, I don't... It's... They... Rearrange it. They rearrange it, and some things are dropped out of the inventory. And yeah, I know they did that a lot in the last ca- like two cases. Yeah, yeah but I'm, Apollo I'm, keeps the hand yeah. frame because he really wants to make sure his hands are moisturized. <laughs> it's one yeah, of his possessions it. now. Or was it that he had? No, we had the hand cream, and we also had the the hair stuff, which changes your hair color because, Lord knows, Apollo needs it. <laughs> I want to see Apollo with the green, pink. Yeah, me too. Fan no, artists, get on that. Seriously. Come on, guys. The number two thing I was going to complain about was the um, the person like, sneaking in through the vent, but I don't remember it at this point, so... <laughs> uh, into the... The whole murder? possibility, yeah, which was like, introduced, it took you forever to introduce it, and then it gets almost immediately dismissed, because yeah, I don't it's even remember up there. How that worked out. So it ended <laughs> up being I... not important, so we'll we'll just skip that. Not memorable, therefore it was a bad I element. Thought, um, <laughs> Athena, like punching out that cop or whatever. I don't. I thought, it was like... Yeah, and then he fl- she flips Apollo. It was great. She's yeah. Awesome. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> she should do She's... that more often. I think she she might have been my favorite new character. I did oh, really like her. She doesn't do that at any point in the game again, does she? Yeah, I know that's kind of lame, but uh, I still like her. Okay, case number three. Let's move on to case number three, Turnabout Academy. Uh, turnabout filler. Turnabout like filler, case. yeah. So, um, why is this really, always really long case. what happens with the third case? Because that was... Always. That was My the circus and I were talking case about in game number two. Turnabout Samurai. Well, in game I number one, it, you know, that wasn't the best case ever, but it was still very good. Everybody likes Will Yeah, Powers. yeah, yeah, no. It was, it was still really good, but it was still, like, filler. It was still filler, which had yeah. nothing to do with generally the rest of the well, case, except that we technically except with yeah. Edgeworth. And then Trials and Tribulations case three was Furio Tigre, right? Oh, <sighs> oh. yeah, filler. Like, we all, all the did way. that at once. <laughs> well, I didn't even like case number two of that game, to be honest. What case was that? Oh, Master Mask. On the light. Mask. Oh, yeah. Not a fan of him, although seeing Larry, I mean, it introduced Larry, and Larry comes back in the fifth case, so that was good. So you could say it's kind of relevant. But this game, this third case, I, I grant you that it seemed to progress, like, the theme a little bit more. Oh, it yeah. introduced the theme, and then it just hammered it in your head that the ends justifies the means. Which is why it is the dark age of the law. The darkness. This game is dark. So, characters... Can we just complain about the dark age of the law, or should I save that for another... Save save it, save it. Save it. Okay. So our first character we meet is Aristotle Means, because... He was creepy. He was creepy. I was wondering if he was supposed to be humorous. I was creeped out. Okay. Then he was creepy. Like, his huge smile just freaked me out. And I then did he did like the, like the okay sign all the time. Yeah, it was Every, weird. He had the when slow I first... animation of holding his finger up. <laughs> I thought that was funny. When I, 
when I first saw him, I'm like, okay, you are either dead or you're the culprit. <laughs> That's my first reaction when I saw him. So did this case take before... It took place after the previous case, right? Yes. I which think I'll, so. Which I'll take place before case one. Yes. Case number two was April 17th through 19th. And this case, case number three, was October 24th through 26th. So that's like how many months? Six it's months like a... afterwards. Yeah. And this is yeah. Athena's second case, so she had no cases in those six months. Did they ever say? Did they say it was her second case? I think so. In the first oh. case, she said, "This is like this is going to be my um, first time as the head defense attorney." Oh wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I thought it was an interesting premise for a case. I think, like, having it, like, the mock trial versus what really happened, like, comparing the two and, like, casting suspicion, I thought it was really interesting, but it wasn't well executed. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, with the whole thing with the mock trial actually happening, that, yeah, I I agree, I agree. Clever premise wasn't executed. Could it have been better executed if we actually saw the mock trial as opposed to um, I think it Clavier pretending yeah. to reenact the mock trial. It's great to see Clavier again, but... Oh, God, oh, yes, yeah. but... Oh, best part I of mean, the case. Only good part of the case. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Although, I don't like that they completely changed his voice. He sounds nothing... Oh, God, I hated that. Before. He doesn't Not sound German. German at all. I was like, who are you? He didn't sound German in the first game, either. Or the fourth game, whatever, but, yeah. All right, everybody, I'm going to play my song now. I was like, you are not German. baby. (laughs) At least try to say it like it's a German word. Yeah. But. I mean, like, I I did my German voice the entire time during my video walkthrough. Yeah, you did. So, I mean, it's like, that's his voice for me. Yeah, I know, it's purposely a super heavy German accent. I could do a light German accent, but it's not. No, 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 no. You don't sound German at all. You sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger when you do it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's an Austrian. I thought, like, I was expecting so much more, uh, but, uh, like, in, not interaction, but, like, how they made such a big deal out of, like, the, the connection between the three friends, Juniper, Hugh, and... Robin, I was expecting a lot more than that. And the connection was just that they're all friends. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, well, I mean, why was that a secret? Like, we knew that. You're friends. I did definitely figure but out I, Robin's secret before it happened. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was a clever you, twist. Okay, I figured it out way beforehand because I'm actually on my school's mock trial team. And they specifically make the, um, the witnesses have gender neutral names. So that, you know, either boys or girls can play them. And one of them is Robin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she got up there and started talking about it, I was like, oh, I, oh no, oh, I know what's happening here. Gender neutral naming. It was great. I, I called it. And my friend was like, how did you get that so fast? And I was like, mock trial, man. You're on the mock trial team. <laughs> I didn't think Robin was a particularly... Because the thing we were introduced was Robin shouts a lot. And that's the yeah. character trait. And that's it. I was like... Whoa, like, calm down. <laughs> Serious issues on that one. <laughs> Might be nice if there was voice acting there, but maybe good that there wasn't. So Yeah, I, I think it was a good yeah. thing that there wasn't, because I think if there was voice acting, it might have been more obvious that 
like um, she didn't unless, have the register that a guy has. Unless she was faking it the whole time, which would be which, really difficult. Like if they voice, if but... they did a, if they had the same person do a convincing guy voice and a convincing girl voice, I think it would have been very well done. I guess. Like, I probably they... would have called shenanigans. Okay, so why don't you why don't you give us an example of what that would sound oh, like, no. Rizzy Man? <laughs> oh no! Not you, Diana. You're you're no, you're I know, off but the I don't case. know if I want to hear this. You first. No, I'm okay. Fine, I'll do a guy voice. Then you can do the girl voice. Your idea. <laughs> All right, Michael, give us your best guy voice. Uh, give me a line that Robin has to say. Um. Slash yell. Juniper didn't do it. She's innocent. Something like that. Good job. <laughs> okay. This is going nowhere. Best girl voice. <laughs> Someone no, no, I just ha- I just have a really deep voice, so this is gonna sound so stupid. <laughs> Juniper citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Great Apollo justice impersonation. Indeed. <laughs> I hate I hate you. I hate you so much. You could do like a gritty girl voice. I think that was what you would have to do. Yeah. Like uh, Alexander Ravis in Eternal Darkness. Uh, hello. Um, yeah, who's this? I'll be on the next flight out. She's definitely a girl, but Hello? she kind of has, like, a deeper voice. As opposed to, like, a traditional guy doing a girl voice where I do it really soft because girls talk softly. <laughs> like that. It's like, mm, I object to that. No. Well, would you like me to do the high-pitched one instead? Because, you know, I could do that. I kind of sounded a little Irish. <laughs> it's weird. Would you like me to do the high-pitched Irish voice then? <laughs> Oh, gosh. I don't know. That case, I just, I eventually just stopped being able to handle it. It was like, it was a struggle. Stop being able to care. Okay. So it was long, too. That's why, I think. Is long oh. and stupid. Oh. Yeah. Miriam, that, that was... I was going to say Miriam Scuttlebutt. Was she supposed to be funny? I guess. Do yeah. we even love this game anymore? <laughs> no, we got to this case, and it's like, screw this game. This game could I liked out the first of case, and I liked the end of the game. Like, the the two cases, two and three, made me worried for the rest of the game. <laughs> Not gonna lie. And uh, case four was okay. Uh, was that all for three? What else? Apollo and Trucy's relationship. Okay, that was, I, I was gonna say that too, so, okay. <laughs> Whatever happened with that? Yeah, so they're they're not dating. Um, that's not what we no. mean. No, 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 no. But they could be because they don't know that they're actually related. I mean, come on, guys. Apollo even saw like the Lamarar stupid knockoff imitation costume. <laughs> Juniper's costume design looks exactly like Lamarar's outfit. You think that would trigger a conversation? And she's singing the exact same song that Lamarar sang, and we saw that yeah. clip like five times. I'm pretty sure I tried to present that to Apollo, like the the costume drawing to Apollo at some point to see if anything would happen. Nothing happened. So apparently, you know, he doesn't care about Lamarar. I I think it's just that he doesn't care. He doesn't know. So So I don't think he knows either. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, granted, I think Phoenix or somebody did mention like at the end of Apollo Justice that Lamarar should be the one to tell them. That was Hobo yeah. Phoenix. Hobo yeah, Phoenix true. and Lamarar had the conversation about it. And gr- maybe she just hasn't gotten around to it yet, <laughs> which would be lame because it's been like a year. I think he said something. It's like, no, he doesn't know. Well, are you going to tell him? 
eh, maybe I'll get around to it someday. And it made me want to throttle Hobo Phoenix. When it's they're like, Tell ready. him now. They like, are ready now. now. They, they pull out the lame when they're ready excuse. Which is basically saying, buy the next game. <laughs> and then it didn't happen. It's just, I don't know. I, I had issues with that. <laughs> back wait, on topic. So on wait, topic. back on topic. Um, let's see, we talked about Robin. I think I barely mentioned Miriam being just like an annoying character. Uh, who do we miss? Hugh the girl O'Connor. in the box. We didn't really talk and much about him. him being secretly oh, yeah. like 22 years old. I was like, whoa, man. Like, All right. That's, um... Uh, no. (laughs) The thing which I didn't get was, like, he said his hand was injured, so he could not use the crane, even though we had a picture of him using Using the the crane. crane. So, yeah. I guess perjury? That was him (laughs) just pretending to use the crane? Uh... I just wanted to look cool for the photo. Let's be real, guys. Like, (laughs) inside a crane? (laughs) Oh, also about case number three, you know they have their friendship bracelets because they're friends forever. Yeah. Hugh had Why one around ha- his neck? Yeah, what Why? the hell? <laughs> he must have a really small neck. Ouch. Yeah, let's just put this thing where someone can easily choke me with around my neck. He was probably I mean, just embarrassed about wearing a bracelet. And <laughs> wait, did they man. know, did his friends know that Robin was a girl? I don't think so. I don't think anyone knew. Did Nobody they? Nobody knew. So they, they were barely shocked at all when our, because they were already friends forever. Yeah. Nothing could shake this friendship. We're friends forever, guys. I can't wait to spend my less, my the rest of my life with you guys. Oh, by the way, I'm a girl. Yeah, that would have been really awkward, especially um, given like all the rumors and stuff. Yeah, where did those rumors <laughs> come from that Robin was going to declare his love for Juniper? Probably Miriam just made it up. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. See, it's sad because I totally shipped Robin and Juniper, and then I know Robin I did is, too. Robin <laughs> is a guy or girl, and then I felt really awkward afterwards. Okay, so like, now, well, it's, now it's Robin and Hugh. I don't think oh, anybody no, belongs no, no, with no, Hugh. No one belongs with Hugh. He's like way older. <laughs> He's <laughs> well, the worst. Four years. <laughs> four years? Yeah. Uh, he was weird. Okay, so can we move on to case four? Case four, the cosmic turnabout. Do 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 do. Bah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't decide Only how I feel about this. And... I li- I like this one. Oh wait, was there investigation in case number four? After the first day of court, yeah, when Phoenix takes over. So it's Apollo in court, and then the courtroom blows up, and then Phoenix and, and then Athena three take days over. Later, we have three days later after case number one took place because. Case number one takes place halfway through case number four. I know, because, like, my friend, um, she beat the game before me, and she was like, I'm going to play all of the cases in chronological order. And I was like, you know that's not going to work, <laughs> because case four is split up. And she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. I want to try that, so Reset. maybe that will make more sense if I just play that part of case She She says it's making more sense for her now. That's she, good. she did that's tell me that. Good. So. I think it was well done for, um, you know, you being in trial and not having any real evidence or idea of yeah. going on. I think that might be why I didn't feel as much, like, attachment to the trial. Because I didn't, like, find all this evidence. And I was continuously... Because I knew the car room was going to yeah. blow up. And I was waiting for it to happen. <laughs> like, I was waiting every single time for people to talk about the courtroom blowing up. And then he finally showed up. And I'm like, oh, oh well, this is it. <laughs> nope. Nice knowing you. 
Yeah, so the victim in this case is Apollo's best friend, because Apollo has a good friend now. Suddenly. Finally, some character development. How is it character development by introducing a new character? No, Not even it's... introducing, just saying like, okay, I guess introducing and then saying, oh yeah, he's actually dead. Just kidding. No, but it's actually tell us that Apollo did something as a kid. He has a life. He was into something. Cleaning Phoenix Wright's toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we get to finally hear about it. Finally? When are we going to find out about Phoenix's life outside of... Oh, is that something we could bring up? Yeah, we'll save it for Case 5. Save it for Case 5. Yep. I think I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I did think it was an interesting case. Like, the it was okay. I, I don't really know what I thought of it, actually. I, I feel like got... the character development wasn't as strong as it could have been because Clay was dead oh, yeah, for the entirety of the game. We have yeah, like I a just... tiny little flashback of him and Apollo as little kids I'm fine. being adorable, saying, I'm fine. <laughs> He's That's like, I'm, I get fine. I'm, now, fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. You certainly are. What? I'm fine. What? <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I'm Apollo Justice. I'm okay. You said it wrong. Dang it, Apollo. Ugh. <laughs> and then Apollo becomes a pirate. A pirate, mummy, werewolf. I thought that... I thought the whole eye patch thing was very well done. I love. I was I... so confused. I think the explanation was kind of, but yeah, I'm like the ex- when no, when they Once reveal it, got it all. Explained, yeah. Then I was like, okay, maybe that's okay. Maybe, but, but couldn't Apollo have just you know removed his bracelet? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's like against his morals. He can't take Wait, off any of his clothing. Well, I'm trying to remember. Does he use it in the trial before the courtroom gets blown up? I'm trying to remember. He's not allowed to use no. the bracelet in the courtroom trials because otherwise the hawk attacks him. Ah. That was basically his excuse. So, And he can't really use the bracelet unless he has his eye covered up. So I guess that's why. Yeah, so I think that's a good cover story for the future explanation than for what we're given. Yeah, I guess it makes sense, but uh, this is getting into case number five with the cover. Yeah, I know. Case for, four and five are kind of for Athena, intertwined. Her cover intertwined. story for holding for having like uh, what do we call them earmuffs? That was extremely apparent why she was wearing earmuffs. Yeah, nobody figured it out until like the very end. How come she never figured it out? She's smarter than that. She should realize, oh, wait a minute, do the earmuffs I used to wear have anything to do with the fact that my hearing is so good I can hear people's hearts? Well, yeah. can wait I complain about that? She can hear people's hearts? What does that mean? Oh, well. Okay. It's a what? gift. <laughs> what? I don't know, what else is there to talk about Case 4 without getting into Case 5? So Candace Arm, the detective, was going to take the stand, but then she didn't. But she didn't because she was dead. Yeah, I kind of forgot. You kind of challenging about that. I think it was it was interesting introduction to uh, the character, uh, the defendant who was just sighing all the time. But he had some good space animations. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I liked him. Um, something about him, I liked him. Yeah, he was definitely the most energetic of the characters that we've seen. And then that case, that case ended on like the cliffhanger, right? Yeah. That was a good cliffhanger. What was the cliffhanger of Apollo leaving? No, that was case one. No, the one uh, where like he brought someone had evidence that incriminated Athena of the murder. Mm-hmm. That was the cliffhanger, right? I yeah. I thought that was really yeah, like, it was well done. I was concerned. So the, the, uh, yeah, it was the lighter. Yeah. Yeah, I was co- so. super concerned. 
It's like, wait, what? 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 No! <laughs> that can't be. Sorry. The robots <laughs> were introduced in this The robots, yeah. yeah. thought they were an they were interesting okay. addition. I just remember... Actually, no, wait, no. ...talking to uh, Diana about this, and, like, those robots weren't very funny. She's like, yeah, well, at least they're gone now. I'm like, oh, they come back. <laughs> yeah. And she's yep. oh... I- Oh, no. oh, great. Funny thing, I think the robots had the most character out of all the other characters. Like, compared to, say, Ara Blackwell, Simon's yeah. sister, who had no character. <laughs> Aside from wanting to, like... Being generally nasty. Revenge! Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. The detective, or the director, Yuri Cosmos, he had some funny animations as well. Yeah, I liked his yeah. spinning animation. I liked his introduction. Yeah, I but I think eventually that the in in this case it got too complicated. I couldn't quite understand what was going on. Like his fingerprint was the one which opened the door, mm-hmm. which wasn't the door, and then it turned out, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, everything was backwards. Again, again, like the like the Robin thing. I did figure out the um that the rooms were switched way before everyone else did. Yeah. <laughs> like because. I remembered them talking about it in the beginning, and I saw that the knobs were different, and I was like, oh my god, I figured it out, guys, I figured it out, and then they didn't get it for, like, another hour. Yeah, this whole thing about switching rooms can't possibly come back into play, can it? Oh, wait, it did, big shocker. Oh, so Juniper randomly showed up in this case, just inside. I was so confused, and then I thought she was the killer. (laughs) She's like, hey guys, I'm here, whoa, and then she leaves. Well, she had a little bit of character development in case number three. She goes from hating Athena to liking Athena again. Yeah. She, she never hated her. Yeah, I think it would have been, well, it would have been better done if we hadn't seen her already liking Athena in case number one, so... Yeah. 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 Moving on to case five, because it's basically the same thing. Case five, basically the same thing. I, thing ever. I actually really, really liked case five. Compared to case four, or just in general? In general, I mean, case four and five, I really liked. I don't know about case four. I I felt like it definitely sharply improved with case five. Like, I I feel like that kind of tied the game together for me. Now, thing is, case four, again, it does a good job of making you wonder what the heck is going on. It's a good cliffhanger. I think that was its job. I mean. Case 5, I believe, the main reason why we love all the last cases of these games is basically because it explains everything. Technically, we don't like the cases where we have a lot of questions, but we like the cases where it's all explained. So, It's all explained I, well. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a problem. Yeah, okay. And it's that's completely up to perspective if you think it was explained and, well. Which and is yet, why... Which is why I like Case 4, because it has a great sense of mystery. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I do agree that in Case 5, there were things that weren't explained well. But I just, I don't know. I really, really liked Case 5. Because you can tell where, like, Athena and Black will have some previous connection. I don't know. Like, I feel like it was sufficiently challenging for a last case. But I only have one problem with it. And I'll save that until we talk about the very end of the game, because that was my problem. Black Cyclops? Okay, and that. I forgot about that momentarily. Major issues with the Black Cyclops. Okay, me. also a major issue. Um, what happens before then? Rizzy Man, help us out here. Before what? 
because we're, we're we're holding on to we've we've got like our cards of the things we want to complain about. Like I want to complain about the twenty foot leap. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my problem with the end of the game. Actually. Oh, and that's uh, the pivotal thing too. So that was lame. You um, ever see a Tom Cruise movie? He does that all the time. Which Tom <laughs> Cruise movie? Uh, like any any of them, Top because Gun? he does his own Top Gun, Mission Impossibles. He does all of his own stunts. No, that's so, Jackie Chan. Wait, no, Tom Cruise Tom, is Jackie Chan? Oh my no. god. He's a better Tom actor Cruise than does, I thought he was. Guys, Tom, guys, focus. Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts, and I'm pretty sure that once you get used to doing a whole bunch of crazy stunts, that your fears start to dwell down a little bit. Throwing so, this out there. Hence the 20 foot jump. have no way to get used to crazy stunts, possibly. He's a spy. Depending on what he was, they never talked about his previous assignments. We have no basis for knowing that. Yeah, but yeah. Assu- yeah, but because we know he's a spy, we can only assume he's done crazy crap before. Can I also say I called the culprit? <laughs> yeah. And you two know it because I told you. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Something, I, that's another thing I could complain about this case. It's like everybody automatically presumes that the culprit from seven years ago is the same culprit as the one in Clay Turan's murder. It's like, why can't those events be completely isolated? Because... They, that was a whole thing. It's like, they tr- they tried to think they were completely isolated, but then... They failed I think Phoenix, at that. Ugh. I know, but Phoenix thought that there was too many connections between this case and the last one. So what? So then he had the idea of what if it was the same person? And then that's when everything came back, came into play. Yeah. I mean, there's no there. I I agree that there was no way to really know for sure if the it, culprits were the same or different. But I do think that, given how under wraps the case from seven years ago actually was, like how much the government hid and the space center hid, and the fact that everything was in the current case was so similar, I think that might have been enough basis for them to think that the culprits were the same. And plus, Not a very strong basis, but a basis nonetheless. And plus, finding solutions in these games is all basically based around theory. I mean, you, you never know for sure until you find the last couple of pieces of evidence. Yeah, solve, solve one case at a time. That would be my suggestion. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> uh, why did Athena say, like, nothing at all during case four then to help? Because that's kind of like, yeah. She didn't know. She, I mean, I guess she honestly didn't know. Like, she was passed out that entire time. Wasn't yeah. she? Wait, yeah. what are we talking about? So Athena was... No, during the during the murder. During case four. The murder in the, case four. During case she four. Was... Clay Terrence's murder. Athena was passed out. She was there? Yeah. So yeah. why did she mention that? What game did you play? Like, she didn't. five she times. That's what I refer to when I said, like, why didn't she mention that to Phoenix? But I was thinking, it's like, why didn't she just tell Phoenix up straight about all the stuff which happened seven years ago? The fact oh. that she was there at the murder is also something she might have mentioned. I don't know. Maybe she, she thought Phoenix wouldn't believe her. No, I mean, Rizzi's asking why she didn't mention it earlier. Yeah, why didn't she mention this in case four? Uh, he has to wait until she gets arrested for it before she says, oh, yeah, by the way, I was there. And yes, granted, I was upset about that. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, why couldn't you tell me this earlier? Excuse but... me, Athena, when did you become just total horrible person? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I still liked it, though. I I do 
I I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't talk. That's what I can't do. Um, it needed more Edgeworth. That is decidedly true. I was. Uh, oh God. I just took off my headphones for that. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cries. Edgeworth. I just. I I don't. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting I liked, so much more. I liked the fact that they made that they made him a minor character because his story arc was completed in in the first game. I'm glaring at my Skype right now. But what I about mean, the spin-off games? <laughs> that's just him doing his job. I like the fact that he got a promotion, but they didn't that didn't really come into play at all. It's just, oh, he's promoted now. Cool. I well, just... hence why he's not in court in court very often. Well, yeah. That... Also, he's in Europe, hanging out with uh, all the European babes. Francisca, you'd um, better be careful what you say. Yeah, be very <laughs> not that kind of there, hanging out. Man. Not that kind of hanging out. <laughs> Anyways, Edgeworth. <laughs> nice to see you guys. I was there. waiting for someone else to open the door. Edgeworth, he was in this game. He steps out of the car, and everybody just stops and stares at him. <laughs> Because um, everybody's in love with him. So yeah, remember... no, but I mean, it just reminded me of the lyrics to the song. I, I'm sexy and I know it. It's like I walk down the street <laughs> and what do I see? Everybody stopping and staring at me. They are fully aware of this whole fan thing that's been revolved around him. It's like he's basically like the Chuck Norris of the Ace Attorney universe. It's like we want to put him in this game. Let's make him God. <laughs> that's basically everyone's reaction when he comes out of the car. I was really, really excited for Edgeworth. Like, I mean, you guys know that, obviously. But um, I did get to the first, the Edgeworth cutscene. It was, like, 3 a.m. Bad, bad decision. But um, there was serious, serious fangirling going on. I had to stop playing because I was afraid I was going to wake people up. I wondered. I don't know. Like, I think it was cool that Edgeworth was around for an investigation. Like, that was fun. I was really excited for the courtroom. That was kind that of a bad investigation, if I it was just really, object. I, I do object that, because um, Pearl's like there, the... too. And Edgeworth calls Pearl Pearls at one point. And I'm like, uh-uh. No. Um, no. You can't no, use you can't Phoenix's special nickname. Well, it's only because <laughs> Unless... it doesn't fit Edgeworth's character, either. Edgeworth became Pearl's father figure during the seven years where Phoenix was a drunken piano bomb. Just shut up. Speaking of those seven years, Wait, they, no, they I, just get, like, brushed aside completely in this game? They got brushed aside in the last game. It's... No, the last no, the game last was game... all about finding out what happened seven years ago. Yeah, but seven years ago, what happened on that date? Not, not what happened in between those oh, I see, two I see dates. Where... We do know what happened in between, some things which happened in between. He played piano for seven years. Well, I was referring to some Stripe. scenes in the um, oh in the time machine. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. never mind. Sorry. So we do see some things which happened after that seven-year date because of the time machine's uh, Mason segment. But but so, anyways, closing up on Edward. <laughs> I think uh, I, well, I didn't get to I'm finish gonna... about the my okay, fine, about finish. That investigation scene. So it's like there were two screens for that investigation. It was just like. The original Game Boy trilogy, where you just move back and forth between those two yeah. screens, yeah, as opposed to being like legitimate 3D investigation, seeing it from multiple angles. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's all. Back to Edgeworth. Oh, okay. 
Um, Edgeworth. Um, I liked going up against him in court. I was like, where was yes. the intensity the entire yes. game? For sure. Yeah. It's it's like they they know what to do to make a good courtroom battle, but they think it's only good if you have it with Phoenix and Edgeworth. Like, come on. So, man. like, I mean, you can't have that with Apollo and Simon. No. Nope. I mean, no. Uh, Not right, even but, Apollo and however you, Michael, but, pronounce his name. <laughs> Clavier. Oh, Clavier. Nope, I call him Clavier. I call him Clavier. <laughs> I called him Clavier. Fine. I like my pronunciation. I, you couldn't even get that kind of intensity in the last game. It has to be Phoenix and Edgeworth. I think it was on purpose, though, that Clavier was a nice guy rather than being... Yeah, no, I, I do, too. Yeah. I, I completely accept So I think it it's also. the Speaking. antagonism. Maybe is that what causes the intensity, but maybe not always. Wait, and speaking of what you just said, <laughs> um, I really like the idea that during the investigation that Phoenix and Edgeworth both worked together on that. Like, they were both finding out stuff. And then in the courtroom, they both officially took sides, but they weren't against each other. They both wanted to find out the truth. I really like that. I, I do object to the fact that apparently Edgeworth was the one who asked Phoenix, like, a year ago to get his attorney's badge back. <laughs> Where, <laughs> why did we not hear about this in Apollo Justice? Like, they've obviously probably been in some form of communication. It was vaguely mentioned at the end of Apollo Justice where Phoenix throws out the line, oh, I'm thinking maybe I'll go back to being an attorney now that I've been cleared. No. Don't know. Vaguely is then he not takes a drink from his uh, grape juice and passes out on the couch. But... Maybe that's why they always have to clean the toilet. Drunk Phoenix is always throwing up in it. Probably. But... Oh, oh, go. No, I was just... I was just gonna complain to Michael that He's not drunk if he's drinking grape juice. Okay, really? <laughs> That's your argument? We all, we're, we're all big kids here. We all know what grape juice is. It's technically wine, but he's a classy drunk. <laughs> I mean, he's not like getting drunk on Budweiser or cheap stuff. He's going, going for like the important Dom Perignon. Mm. And then I was really ridiculously disappointed when... I, I understood why Blackwell had to take over for the second part of the trial, but I was still disappointed. So the second part of the trial, that was when who was the, the Phantom? Defendant when then? we called Bobby Fulbright to the stand, that's when, when Blackwell took over. Defend- okay, that's it. Okay. And I understood why that had to happen, but I was still really disappointed. I liked it. I liked it. He had a grudge against the Phantom. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I accept this, but I wanted more Edgeworth in the courtroom. Yeah, I, I, I get the feeling you probably did. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I wanted more, uh, I think Pearl was kind of yeah. overshadowed by Edgeworth. Well. Completely. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Pearl, the letter. From oh my, my god. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I think by having that, they satisfied every single fan of this series. Oh, no, I wasn't satisfied. <laughs> what? I don't quite remember this. Right, wait, how could you say that you were crying, but not satisfied? Okay, Michael, filling you in, and anyone else who didn't rem- doesn't remember this, Phoenix gets a letter from Maya delivered, I don't know if Pearl dropped it off or like what, but Pearl just shows up like right after that. I don't remember their explanation. Okay, I thought it was that Phoenix was just having a huge flashback explaining to no. everybody who hadn't played the original game. It was a game, legit letter from Maya. This is who Maya is. 
And I was like, man, if they could have, if they did this, they could have put a Maya cameo in the game. Like, I, I, I accept that letter was probably the only way they, they could have done it. But yeah, because keep in mind her story arc was completed in the yeah, I know I was you can't really that. ask for much else. Yeah, but Mr. Rizzy man, you've said that twice. It's like, oh, Edgeworth's story arc is finished. We can't have him in the game. Because Maya's what story else arc can is you finished. Add? We can't have him in the game. What about Phoenix? Was his story arc finished? Apparently not. <laughs> Could they have him in the game? What about Apollo? Was his story arc finished? His story arc wasn't even started. <laughs> Oh, I where's that, that story arc going then? What's going to happen he next to Apollo? He is a flat Apollo? character in Apollo Justice. He's a flat character, period. But that's the thing. I want to like him. I really do. I want to know more about him. But they never give that to us, ever. Instead, Phoenix gets a new story arc. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, Pearl. I, I, I liked Pearl. Wait, did her story arc get resolved, or did, she needs a story arc? That's Pearl the needs a story arc. I liked her music. Her music made me happy. <laughs> she barely had a story arc in the original games too. She's more like the seven-year-old girl that was brought along to tag along on murder investigations. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I would. Um, it added more. It added more innocence to the games. I guess, like a sense of innocence, a sense that these horrible things can happen to anybody. That kind of sense. Yeah, I think what they wanted to go for was something with Pearl versus her mother and the dynamic there, but they didn't go enough into it in game number three to have like a huge payoff. I see what you're saying, yeah. Um, did they even have a flashback? I don't yeah, they remember did. if they did have a flashback of Pearl talking to her mother. Yeah, they did. They did, they did right? Okay. I think they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, but what happened in reality was that Pearl just spent most of that case living in the loser's shack with Larry Butts. So, yeah, that did yeah. happen. I mean, I I did like that they threw So see, Larry, Larry could have a young daughter. I think he would make a great father if he could just settle Are down. Are you insane? I think if Larry started dating the right women, then, you know, his life would be substantially better. Women? As in multiple? Uh, <laughs> I think going to make a mistake with like the first woman and it's gonna be his fault too it's not gonna be hers yeah it's totally gonna be his fault uh the first time i saw solomon starbuck i did think he was larry not gonna lie yeah kind of me too i was like oh god it's larry and then and then i was like no i was like oh (laughs) wait wait solomon starbuck yeah he had like the, the face shape and the beard in general, Pearl Faye was okay. I like the fact that she had some of Maya's animations. Yeah, I did like that. I noticed that. That was a nice little touch. Mm. And I mean, I, I liked that was cute. having her around. Here's a problem with Pearl, though, with um, her her specific new character model. Like, she has a, a longer thing of her hair on the right-hand side, yeah. which you can't really see all the time unless you're looking at her from that specific angle. Yep, I noticed that. So that's, that's sort of a complaint of mine. It's like, oh, that's nice. It makes her look different and unique, and you can't really and see it. <laughs> yeah, oh well. Uh, Great job, animators. <laughs> what else is there to talk about about Case 5, aside from the, uh, the big stuff? Si- um, were we talking about Simon before? Do we have any other things first before we get into the big stuff? Uh, I don't think so. All right, into the big stuff. Big stuff, then. I thought it was... I don't know. I, I did like it, though. Simon like, is awesome. <laughs> I liked it. I liked having the, like, the connection between 
Athena and so, Athena's mother and Simon. Actually, what? Really? Because, oh, oh, is that the big stuff you're going for? Well, there was more, but, I mean, this was leading up to the end of the game, which is the real we big could stuff. We go for Black Cyclops, too, but... Uh, yeah, um, no, that's that's the big stuff. <laughs> yeah, that came before, though. Good point. But, we could um, probably talk about that first, if we're going for continuity here, which I think we've kind of failed. What were what was the big stuff you were going to say, Rizzy Man? I was talking about uh, Simon's story arc and his connection to Athena. Yeah, so, yeah, let's talk about that, because that's more interesting. I think that, well... Why didn't Athena mention this any time earlier? Ugh. Oh, hey, well, I know that guy. It can at least, it can be inferred that she knows him. It can? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because at Wait. some point, I forget what came from... It's just like in Phoenix Wright, the first game, where it's like, oh... Phoenix, why didn't you mention, oh, by the way, it's not just, oh, I know Edgeworth, we used to be in fourth grade together. It's like, no, my entire life and law career has been centered around this one person. Well, granted, you're not going to know that. about. And I've never talked to them about it or anybody else because I'm a creepy, obsessed stalker. Yes, that, that is true. But um... Wait, are we talking about Phoenix or uh, Athena? <laughs> no, which, one is, I was... which one is more of a creepy, obsessed stalker? Ooh, that's tough. They're both pretty creepy. Weren't they both, like, 11 years old when they decided to stalk this person? Yeah. Yeah. I think we could say Athena is a bit more creepy because he's much older than her. That's whereas true. Edgeworth, Phoenix was kind of focusing on his buddy. I really inferred that she knew him, like, because at some point in the game, I forget what case it's in, it's when she's one of the lead, one of the cases when she's, like, the lead attorney, and she's like, I'm going to save him. Like, I, they don't say who him is, but it's... Case three, it's it had case to be. Three. I think it's case three, I was going to say. Yeah. It's completely obvious, like, that there's history. She wants to save him from his conviction. It's It can be reasonably inferred that there's a, a personal thing. I th- and I was like... And for some reason, he doesn't want to help her with that because... Reasons? I don't know. Reasons. Plot reasons. He's a jerk. Pretty much. But I thought, I mean... I, <laughs> I was genuinely interested in their story... Their connection. Love triangle. I, I I don't know if I'd go that far, but... Yeah, it's not a triangle. There needs to be a third person. You're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Widget? No. <sighs> uh, yeah, that, that's another thing, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Widget just completely fell off the map? Widget just vanished. It was funny. I think it would have been funny for the rest of the game. Well, it if it wasn't as often. Long. It would have got annoying after a while. But they still yeah, should have kept at least, some. At least yeah. try it more than once rather than, yeah. I just want to say that the whole thing with everybody's relatives or friends just happened to be working at this space shuttle is all too convenient. I mean, Apollo used to hang out with the victim from the last case. What was his name? I'm sorry. Clay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so he used to hang out here. Which who used to hang out at the space station, which just happened to be the location of where Simon was and where Athena is. And they all just happened to come together in the future. And Apollo happened to just not remember that Athena was there. Well, did they establish how old Apollo was when they hung out there? Francis, it was seven years ago. It could have been. You know how old Apollo is now, right? He's 24, I think. I'm looking it up. 
Okay, well, he was born in 2000. Okay, so he debuted at age 22. So he's 23 in this game. So that means he would have been 16 hanging around the space station seven years ago. But did they. When was that picture taken of them together? Well, I was just thinking if they hung out there after the murder, they never would have seen Athena or Blackwell. Yeah, because she immediately went overseas to study to become a lawyer. Well, she probably would have left the space station. Not even... Yeah, who raised her? I don't know, relatives? She has relatives? Don't ask me. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? I'll look it up. You guys keep Assumptions. talking Assumptions. So why is she living in the space station? So her mother is Matis, who uh, uh, works... What was Matis's job dealing with emotions? We're robots? I think her... Like, she and Ara had distinct roles in the robots. I just forget which one had which role. I think she was just studying the way robots act and a way to give them emotions, I guess. Yeah, you so- have to butt in for a second. Uh, I'm doing my, my research uh, on Apollo's affiliates on the wiki. One of them says Juniper Woods, and in parentheses <laughs> it says admirer. She does okay. admire him. Carry on. That's very true. Um, okay, carry on. So wait, why doesn't Apollo realize that she admires him? I don't know. He's just He's clueless to the giving... fact that she she wants a piece of Apollo pie. Let's yep. be honest. Let's be honest. All guys are clueless when it comes to that. When objection, wait, no, objection. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, when when a girl is hitting on a guy, the guy doesn't tend to notice it at all. Oh. But when a girl, but when a, a guy is hitting on a girl, they immediately reject them and. Hey. That. <laughs> Well, we on... know something about Brizzy's <laughs> life now. Don't generalize. Hey, I'm not the only one who thinks this. Here. <laughs> who are these other people? Apollo, yeah. apparently. Yeah, uh, I don't... There's nothing on when she left the country or anything, so... Yeah, so was she left this country, did she leave to become a lawyer? or it, it, The game made it seem like Phoenix told her, Hey, yeah, that was what I psychology thought, right? on top of your lawyer stuff. Yeah. So that would have been one year ago is when Phoenix was ordered to go around and do that stuff. So did Phoenix know she was involved in the entire incident by the time that he... I guess he must have. I guess. I don't know. That's that's completely left up to the players to determine how much Phoenix knew and why. So Edgeworth gave Phoenix the job of clearing Black Quill. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Because that's what started the Dark Age of the Law. Uh, yes? Can I be honest? I don't see how that would start the Dark Age of the Law. Phoenix being, you know, I found mean... using falsified evidence, and one prosecutor, one, being found guilty of murder, somehow this destroys the entire legal system, and now everybody's forging evidence. I just think that uh, it just caused a lot of trauma. Distrust? I don't know. I guess it caused a lot of distrust and trauma, but I don't see how that would completely destroy the entire legal system. And number two, I don't understand how the legal system is destroyed. We hear a lot of talk about how it's the dark age of the law, but we don't really see the dark age of the law. Yeah. We don't really see anything that says, oh my gosh, this is horrible, it needs to be stopped. Unless you count case number three where, you know... He uses the term, the ends justify the means, like 5,000 times. Yeah, I I agree with that. Okay, so Black Cyclops now? Is it is it time uh, for that? Or, um, 
Uh, Rissy okay. Man just got back from flirting with a girl, but she immediately recognized it. And shut she immediately down. rejected him? Yeah. Black Cyclops. Oh okay. my god. I kind of... I think they did the best with what they had to offer. I think maybe the guy who originally wrote Apollo Justice had an idea of what Black Cyclops were, and he never told anybody. And yep. so the writers <laughs> had to guess what they meant. And they yeah, guessed I, completely wrong. They could have just I, gone down to his cubicle and asked him, doesn't he still work for Captain? Well, I liked the idea they were trying to go with them, but even then I was like, no, it can't be that simple. Pearl's explanation completely conflicts with the, psych- the Black Cyclops in Apollo Justice. That is my problem. There was no explanation in Apollo Justice for him. Yeah, it was just they appeared and... Um, He's like, what the hell are these things? But if you try to apply Pearl's definition of black cyclops to the cyclops in the black ones in Apollo Justice, it completely doesn't work. Yeah, because Kristoff knows he's directly hiding something, and he's specifically hiding it from Phoenix. But does he? It's. Are you sure? Because they never really explain that. When Phoenix asks him about the nail polish, he just doesn't talk, right? Yeah, he refuses to talk. Okay. No, they. No, the black side. Look it up. The locks appear when they talk about Kristoff's motive. So he doesn't know what his motive is. Oh wait, well explain how Cyclops work in because the game. Because the whole motive that we're given for him is basically he lost a card game. Yeah. Which, to be honest, is the greatest motive ever. But <laughs> no, still, he lost a card game, and so he wasn't able to be the lawyer for this famous magician. Yeah. So. Yeah, we ne- other than that, we really don't get any insight into what his motive could have been. Because, let's be honest, losing our card game is a pretty weak motive. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so even here it is. Wiki- here- oh, okay, no. Are I you mean, on the wiki, I, too? I, I found the actual dialogue that happened. Oh, go f- you can go first. <laughs> I'm trying to discern what this says. <laughs> I'm confused. I gotta read it a couple more so times. Phoenix, read the it's dialogue. Like, after that, he was killed, and I asked you to help me because I remembered your kindness back when everyone had turned on me. Then they have a flashback to um, Phoenix calling him in the first case. It's like I have to know why did you kill Shady Smith? No, Zach Grammary. And then Kristoff has a bunch of dot 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 five black Cyclops. Whoa, whoa! I've never seen Cyclops like these. Dark, cold, full of despair. Can I even unlock these things? Kristoff, something wrong, right? No, it's nothing. You shouldn't push yourself so hard. Life is to be taken easy, you know. Dot, 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 dot. Phoenix, he's doing his nails. <laughs> and that's the end of the conversation. Okay. I think that was a typo there. Okay. Wait, what, think... did he, wait what did he say before the Cyclops appeared? I'm sorry. It was, why did you kill Shady Smith? No, Zach Grammary. Motive. Motive. Okay, this is, the wiki says, the Cycloc wiki says that Kristoff's was very determined and persistent in hiding the secret at all costs. Therefore, he knew it was there. Yeah. Which completely contradicts Pearl's explanation of uh, Black Cyclops protecting a secret that, I quote, the person isn't even consciously aware of. End quote. Consciously? Consciously is definitely the word. Yeah, consciously. So it's like a hmm. subconscious secret. So it had to be something that, you know, she suppressed on purpose. Which makes sense because she's dealing with her father, mother's death. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't really work for Kristoff, if you think about it. 
So I we don't... still don't know what his real motive was. Maybe he had an ulterior motive. I mean, Apollo kind of figured it out, didn't he? Not really. Did Apollo other than other th- no, he did other than the fact that he lost a card game. Yeah. Because the next sentence on the wiki says like even when Apollo Justice figured out the nature of the secret, Gavin refused to admit the truth of what Justice said. So did Apollo figure it out? I don't remember that. Does the wiki say what his motive was? No. <laughs> his motive was the card game. He's really bad at it. <laughs> we'll just so leave there- it. There. Therefore, nobody knows. And that sums up the black cyclops and the inconsistency with that. That, I think, was my biggest problem in Case 5. Okay, so what was the secret that Athena was unconsciously aware of that was broken by the cyclops? I'm forgetting at this point. I mean, I would assume the whole situation surrounding her mother's death her mother's desk. Her mother's desk was, <laughs> was the secret. That was an awesome desk, by the way. Yes, um. it was. <laughs> But I would assume that was the secret that she was hiding, and that she wasn't. I mean, I guess. No, the fact you could that argue. um. No, she was hiding the fact that there was a third person in there. I mean, you could argue that she wasn't consciously aware of it because she didn't remember. I suppose. And she didn't but, know if the person was a person or a robot. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that that was where they were going with that, but uh, I think that uh. Like she wasn't, she wasn't aware that she stabbed somebody else in the hand, I guess. So, the Phantom guy. Yeah, I I think that was it, right? Yeah, oh, she, yeah. she did stab the Phantom. See, I, I can't did. even yeah, remember she... these cases anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, and for those of you out there listening to this, we love these games. After hearing us nitpick this whole thing, we we're... we because we love them, we're tearing them apart. <laughs> But it, it was, a, it, you know, I thought the ty- entire final case was fine to me until the point where they brought up the Phantom and then things just went crazy. Okay. So the Phantom I... apparently can jump 20 feet because he has no fear. I don't understand how those two things are connected. I was so confused. Like, you can jump 20 feet even if you're scared. You don't have to be incapable of fear in order to do it if you're, like, trained in jumping 20 no. feet. No, no, the f- no, the f- not the fact that it's 20 feet away it's the fact that it's a 30 foot drop if he misses mm-hmm. so he wasn't afraid of that he, i he, guess is where they were going with that right yeah he was yeah he wasn't afraid of falling to his death that's what they were going for all right but i still think it's possible that you would be able to make a jump even if you're afraid that's true yeah but yeah but, but i mean fa- that's like a possibility but, the game just but with the element passes over but with the element that you have to land on this tiny ladder with and if you're even an inch off, you are falling thirty feet to your death. I think maybe um, the other thing about that is that he there wouldn't be time to be scared. Like you had to jump perfectly, or yes. you wouldn't be able to get on it. I think is where they were going with that. Like if he yeah. even had one second of hesitation, he would have missed his opportunity. And it. Well, how was he able to calculate the exact moment when he was supposed to jump? He just. Like, I don't his... know. He's a spy. He has he's super spy. secret spy knowledge. Oh, okay, okay. So he 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 had like his uh, you know physics classes. Yeah. Hey, if he had like that little grappling hook thing that he keeps shooting out of his watch, why couldn't he just use that? You didn't, you didn't get that question on the SATs. I was so confused. When he... I thought it was really cool though how he started like 
taking off the masks and everything. I thought it was a really interesting. And then he took off the mask and he looked like the culprit from the third case. I'm like, Dude, I was oh so no, not this guy again. He's I was like, I knew it. I knew you were evil. And then he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think wait, that wait. it was interesting to tie in kind of the whole theme of this game. I found that they kind of used this more in the first couple cases than they did in the last. But whenever the courtroom would start talking, like the people would say specific things that were kind of influenced by what had been going on with the trial. Mm -hmm. Did anyone else notice that too? And yeah. I, it kind of connected to the whole theme of like psychology in this game like, mob psychology, like, people are influenced by what's going on. And I, I thought, thought that, like was... that was dropped, though, because... I, I know, mean, I was I, I was, was supposed would... to be using, what was his, the psychology of suggestion. Yeah, and it, that never happened, except for that first time. They introduced him, and he, he, uh... He persuaded the judge to do the opening statement. See, there's a legal term for that. It's called leading the Wait. witness. Um, yeah, I know. Thank you. It, <laughs> it's not psychology, it's legal. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a gameplay element in Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney? Yeah, mob psychology. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> um, but I think, and then I think the the whole idea of the Phantom not knowing like who he is, what he believes in, or anything anymore, kind of contributes to the theme of like psychology and the self and not knowing things. I don't know what you would consider the theme, but I. I definitely thought the breakdown was really interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really good, too. But one major complaint I had with that was if he, this guy could change faces, wouldn't it be awesome if during the crime scene he changed into someone else? Wow, that would have been so much more sensical than jumping 30 feet to his death. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. When he became Phoenix, though, I cracked up. <laughs> like, I lost it. I thought it was so funny. And then I was like, wait, wait. What if that's really Phoenix? And this Phoenix is, like, a lie. So, wait, so Drunken Hobo Phoenix was became really the Phantom <laughs> pretending to be Phoenix, where real Phoenix was the Phantom. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I, I so once you wrap that around your head? <laughs> I completely went through that. And I was like, okay, no, that's stupid. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> good. I'm glad we came to that conclusion. Like, I came to that conclusion. Like, on the first line of dialogue, I had to stop and think about it. And then I was like, no. And I kept going. <laughs> no, no, this this is the first time he's impersonated Phoenix. I did like Phoenix having an objection battle with himself. <laughs> that was fun. Apollo's I was confused because like, I thought it was Apollo for a minute. Because Phoenix and Apollo sounded really similar to me. I think that was also a, a problem I might complain about was um, they specifically didn't do a voice clip with one of those objections there to make yeah. it a surprise as to who it was that objected. I'm like, come on. Oh, are you talking about um, when Apollo comes in with the evidence? Yeah, yeah. But I think it also happened again. with. Um, I was so mad. I was like, Apollo, with... you jerk. Get out of here. No one asked you to come. It was they great. Did, they did that again when Edgeworth came in. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of. I was like, oh, come on, we all know who it is. And then and I was really like, excited. And like in case four, when um someone yelled, when uh, Ted Tanati yelled, hold it, but there was no voice clip, I was like, okay, we know who this is. <laughs> oh, I totally didn't. Because by that point, I'd been lulled into a false sense of security that the bomb was never going to go off. But So what did overall, the Phantom do? He killed Matus and that was it? 
He probably and did Clay. other international spy things. He killed, he killed Clay, too. What a jerk. Why did he kill Clay? Because Clay had the um, capsule. Yeah, he wanted to get the capsule. The moon rock. Obviously, it wouldn't have been like a smart move to like take the capsule afterwards. No. And that was where I ran into my second penalty. Let's kill the guy before he can actually take the capsule. Into... Or, there's a better alternative. Why don't we just kill Clay in private, but then disguise as him, and then go up in the rocket? Oh, wow. Wow, that would have been a good plan. <laughs> he could disguise himself as anybody. He really could have, like, just incapacitated Clay. Don't even need to kill him. Like, maybe break his leg or something. <laughs> Send him to the hospital. I don't know. He could have, totally could have done that. But, I mean... I still really liked the end of the game, despite its, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say it had too many problems. I would I, say just, another thing, um... Despite it, us talking about its problems for the past two hours. We mentioned this earlier, but, like, the piece of evidence which has just been hiding in your inventory for hours at this point. Athena's earring. Yep, that's where my second penalty came in. Could complete, I, tried, I could completely see that entire line of questioning coming. I tried to present it too early. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I, I presented it like one, like the sec, the first big evidence presenting where you're supposed to present like the picture or something. Yeah, that was a problem I had with this game, say, compared to the original Phoenix Wright is... Um, like, in the original Phoenix Wright, usually they give you a little bit more leeway. Like, you could present one or one of two items... To uh, you know, yeah, as an objection. This game wasn't like that. But in this game, it's like no, it's specifically one item you have to object with. Well, and then my other thing about that, actually, kind of relating to it, is that if you press everything, and you you have to go back to like you have to listen to the dialogue from your your partner before you go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Half the time, they would totally tell you what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, look, man, I know what to do. I just want more content out of my game. <laughs> so I want to press everything. I want to read all of the typos. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I forgot to count. I stopped counting typos. Oh, man. I think I was up to, like, 15. Ouch. And I, I stopped, like, in the middle of case four. My heart would break a little bit when I saw each typo. It was not good. I don't know. What else? Do we have anything else? And that typo count never happened. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. Hey, they fixed that somewhere, and I was really upset. Oh, oh, I know. Wait, I know. they like in the in the um the iPad version of the game or whatever. They fixed that typo. They fixed all of the typos. At least I don't know about the rest of that, some of them. That some one, of them. like the bad ending typo, like the most iconic one. They fixed it. I was so <laughs> sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best typo. They added, like, 20 different typos and other... Yeah, they like, did. They added a bunch, and I was like, excuse me, you could have at least kept the notable one. So you're gonna <laughs> add them. The one everybody remembers. Because everybody got the bad ending. <laughs> Dude, did we... Did did you guys get the bad ending in this game? There were three bad endings. Oh, I only game. saw... I only saw two. I, I didn't get them. I looked them up later, I and I only saw two. Either, I didn't see any of them. There that. were bad endings? Yeah, there were bad endings in this game. I didn't get bad endings. I'm reading here I that get there are three there. bad endings. If Wright is unable to prove Blackwell's innocence after he confessed... That's the super depressing The judge one. ends the trial with no change to the verdict. Simon is executed. Yep. Aura disappears with her captives, including Trucy. Yep. Um, <laughs> Athena leaves the Wright Anything Agency. Justice yep. decides never to smile again. And folks <laughs> reside <laughs> in... I laughed. When they said that, it was, like, super dramatic, and it was like, Apollo never smiled again. And I was like, 
he's a frowny face now. <laughs> it was so sad. Wow. I was like, so, thank you. Thanks, that. <laughs> so that's the guy who's polite way of telling you, hey, you're an Apologies. idiot. Apologies. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, uh, so that's, that's if Phoenix does not prove uh, Black Will's innocence after yeah, Black so Will confesses. Yeah, so that's the first part of case four. The first I... part of the second half of the trial of case four. Or, no, I lied. Five. Just kidding. Ending number two. If Phoenix is unable to prove Bobby Fulbright's true identity as the Phantom, the judge ends with a not guilty verdict for Blackwell and Sykes. However, the Phantom vanishes from the courtroom, and the Dark Age of the Law continues. What? Why would the Dark Age of the Law continue just because <laughs> the Phantom... <laughs> because they're know. both innocent! Because <laughs> Blackwell was found innocent, and so was I'm... Phoenix, so that's yeah, and the Dark really Age of the Law. I, I don't understand. Wait, what's the third bad ending? If Phoenix fails to answer one of the two forced questions, Aura takes Athena hostage and Wright never sees her again. When is that? During the two forced questions. When are those? I don't know. Not off the top of my head. You mean like the ones where he's thinking inside his head? And they have like the zoom no. in his head and he no. asks two questions no. to himself? That can't be it. Okay. How would she take Athena hostage it so- there? It sounds like that would happen during investigation. Two forced questions. Aura takes Athena hostage. YouTube! <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, do you have a YouTube video of this? Um, I just want to say oh. one fi- one final thing I was really upset about in this game is that the cornered theme is not in it. I was so upset about that. Which theme oh, the is original that? one? For us. Yeah, the one that's in all four, all <laughs> the first four games. <laughs> that one? Yeah, I missed it so <laughs> much. That I... was not in all four games. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was in the it, it was the main theme in the first game. In the yeah. second in the second game, it made a cameo appearance. Oh, when okay, was I wasn't counting about that. Oh, well. Either not... way, it's in, either way, it's in the game's code. Where's it in the third <laughs> game? That's like the most iconic moment ever. The third game? It's beneath your mask. It's beneath your mask. Dun 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 dun. We're just confronting Goto. Wait, Yoda? Oh, yeah, that does happen, Goto. doesn't it? Yes. That's like the best moment in the whole in the whole yeah, series. I don't remember the end of Trials and Tribulations. Wow, first, so that's actually. it's also in Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Yeah, yes, I know it's that. It's also in Apollo Justice. And it's not in this game. Yeah, oh. I was so disappointed with that. I forgot it was in Trials and Tribulations, so I didn't really think much about it. That's like the, that's like the best part of the whole series. How could you oh, forget shush. about that? <laughs> hmm. The Layton version is kind of interesting. Yeah, I know. I have it on that's, that. That sounds beautiful, the Layton version. Well, I the Layton like, music I... always sounds beautiful. Yeah, Layton music is great. Yeah. Did they have the Layton people do the music for that game? Are we excited for that game? When is it coming out? I am. Out? Yes. Um, I think... Uh, 2014. Er, early, no, no, duh. Nope. <laughs> early as Europe. We just have 2014. Oh, great. We can only assume. So maybe maybe that's why everybody in Japan is cool about not having Maya in this game, because they had her in the... Yeah, that's probably they it. They had a whole game of her, so they don't need any more. Or it's just you. I, I'm just the only guy who wants to see Maya appear again. No, I want to. But, but it's not just me, so it's just I'm... people named Grey. Personally, I'm fine with the letter. Mm-hmm. I'm not finding this bad ending. Apparently, um... She's explained more. It's explained more in the DLC case. So, um, haven't reached that point. Have done yeah, a lot either. of talking with 
uh, Pearl and the DLC case? I'm I'm not done with it. <laughs> well, I've on, I've only gotten to the first day of trial, uh, the first cross examination. Yeah, I'm not even there yet. And I stopped there, but still, no. Pearl has not mentioned Maya at all up to any point. I'm still on the first day of investigation. Oh, have so. you have you seen the uh, rapper guy perform his? I literally just king? got there. Yeah. So he does it <laughs> twice. Oh. Oh, joy. So he has a special rap song for Pearl. So uh, maybe, yeah, I haven't met Pearl yet, though. Yeah, so that that's like, wait a minute. Why is she listening to this guy sing rap music? So uh, maybe <laughs> we'll have another one of these podcasts about the DLC case, if we can find enough to rant about it. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else? Uh, good game. Uh, good game. Good game. I, we love I, it. We love honestly, nitpicking it. I, I really loved it. We nitpick it because we hate it. I want to replay it. I do want to replay to, it. To know more of it. And I think I like the idea of replaying the cases in order, chronological order. You'll just get kind of stuck on case four. And it'll make more yeah. sense. You're going to have to start, like, two save files. Well, no. What I'll do is I'll do case four, and then I'll do case one, and I'll just skip cases two and three because we've decided we don't like them. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. My friend is like, "Yeah, I'm on case three now, and it's it's really dragging." And I'm like, "Oh my yeah, god, I know." You have to do all sorts of jumping around as Athena. Watch, we're gonna have some fan that like loves case three with like a passion, and they're never gonna listen to us again. This was the greatest case ever. I liked how her cardboard box changed from one day to the next. <laughs> that was a really clever, tiny detail, which totally I like, sold me on the case. I like the whole law school aspect. Ooh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I know. I was like, can I yeah. transfer? Yeah. Really. <laughs> like, where uh, is this? I want to go here. Again, cool idea, but not executed very well. Also, right. Professor Quartz, um, she seems like a really interesting character. I'm sad that she died. Yeah, I wanted to meet her. She seemed like way more interesting than some of the characters we did meet. Okay, I, I give up. I can't find this bad ending anywhere. And it was in that case where we don't even get to investigate the murder scene, which is the art room. Yeah, you do. Uh, I mean, on the first day of trial, it's oh, like, okay, we're yeah, having no, trial without having investigated the murder scene. Yeah, that makes sense. And they do that again on the second day. It's like, okay, we haven't analyzed the entire tape yet, but we're going to hold the trial anyway, even though it's crucial evidence. Okay, kind of to close this thing off. Ooh, wait, wait, uh, wait, I didn't get to complain oh, about you weren't done? up time in case number three. What was that? Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, what was what? that? Wait, what? Explain. I'm sorry. Uh, Dress-up time in case number three. Uh, I mean, first part one of dress-up time is Robin, because she is a girl, she cannot help but dress up in pretty, pretty Yeah, that was your dress-up time. Right. And in my version of dress-up time, what I thought he meant when we were talking about this is when um, Athena Athena just dresses up as a statue in the middle of the courtroom. (laughs) For like five minutes and nobody has any objections or stuff And she has like a friggin' pink sheet over her head and I'm like, can you breathe? Like... (laughs) But I uh, find it amusing when that happened. You could say, it's like, hey, Apollo, just grab Phoenix's hair. Just rip it off his head. I know! And Apollo runs up to the stands to grab Phoenix. I was like, why wouldn't you just make Phoenix do this? Make him pose. To, really? As a comparison. Did, did, did the statue have to look all that much like Phoenix? I guess, maybe. Okay, yeah. 
so no one would notice? Like, hardly anybody saw it. Like, the, there were three people in the area. Oh, well. I don't know. What else? Anyone have anything else to rant about? Going once. Apollo gets a lot more character development in this game than he did in the last one. Oh, yeah. Disregarding that. Yeah. What the hell? How How, how is his character developed? His relationship with his friends. Yeah, he, yeah, no, no, no. It shows how much how trusting he is, how much he wants to believe in his friends, how much he wa- wants to. We saw that in the first game. Yeah, but it's more explained here, like with with the whole eye patch thing. Oh yeah. I mean, um, he's a pirate. <sighs> yo ho, yo ho, pirates like. Yeah, but the reason why he did that, so he didn't want to, so he didn't want to be convinced that that uh, Athena is hiding something from him. And look how that worked out. Yeah, good <laughs> job, Apollo. You could have just asked her from the beginning. Yeah, because because he didn't want to believe the truth. He didn't want to find out the truth. He thought he could go on without knowing. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it makes sense, but really, it's like if he really, really believed in her, he would have accepted. He would have asked. <laughs> he would have asked her. Eh. Yeah. Oh, I got. Yeah. Okay, finish this first, and then I I thought of something else. You know, I think Apollo is good. I think part of the problem with Apollo is um, the case that he's in charge of is case number two, right? Yeah. That's the only case where he's the lead. Yeah. Poor Apollo. Poor Apollo. I'm just saying that since he had, like, little to no character development in the last game, I'm I'm saying that he had a lot more. A lot of this game absent, right? Because he, like, left the the right anything agency and he was gone. Yeah. Phoenix and everybody for a while. Actually... It wasn't that long, really. What was he doing it... during those missing times? He fan was fiction. Investigating. investigating? What was he investigating? Because, fun fact, Phoenix was investigating as well. He was investigating uh, in his own way. In the exact same area. What was he doing? Looking it up on Wikipedia? Probably. Space stations. I guess he, he wanted to find out more about Athena's connection to the case. Yeah, and or, he didn't want Or to he was going out on a date with Juniper Woods. Could be. And that's why she was mm. randomly there. We'll, we'll have a, you know, they have a date, they have, like, coffee and lunch, and then <laughs> a murder investigation. Out in the background. <laughs> then a murder investigation. That's how their dates work. Exactly. Wait, so he's just dating her so he can get close to the murder investigation. Apollo, you jerk. Basically. Poor, poor Juniper. Oh, well. Okay. Okay, Trucy, in this game, is basically Flora for Professor Layton. In that she just gets kidnapped and that's the only reason she's there? Well, she gets left behind all the time. <laughs> and then the only time she goes out with Phoenix, she gets kidnapped. She did go out in case number two, but yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't count. But <laughs> <laughs> that was before, like, that was her first, like, we're, I'm comparing that to, to game one when she kind of had to be out because she was in the tower or whatever. And then... She gets left behind continuously, and then in the last case, she just gets kidnapped, a.k.a. when Clive kidnaps her in... Like, that yeah, happens, Yeah, right? that's the only reason she's allowed to come along, and it, I think it's... No, it's exactly the same, because... Told ya! Which is Because complete... Leighton is her official guardian, and Phoenix is her yeah, guardian. Yeah! It's totally the same! And w- And I just want to say, this is like a complete slap in the face to her character, because in Apollo Justice, she had a lot more active role. Yeah, exactly. When she, when she stopped the trial with Mr. Hat. 
Oh yeah, she I was very that. useful in that yeah. game. And then she's just not. And I was like, Trucy, you're better than this. She was barely there for the investigation, too. You're right. She's just like, she introduces you to Jinxie, and that's mostly it. because a po- Athena shows up and replaces her. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, yeah. Trucy is Flora. I only played one Professor Layton game, so I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I miss her. Oh, well. I like. Yeah. We'll never see her again. Yeah. No more Professor Layton games. No. Well, we still have the last one whenever it comes out over here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then What's-Her-Face is going to disappear forever. I mean, Wait. Oh, well. Are European games on 3DS different? Because I know Japanese games, right? Because I want to import it. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, you can't play a, a European game on an American system. They're region locked. No. Wait, you can't? Which is the stupidest thing You ever. cannot. Why? Because they are region locked. Fine. I'll just wait. Region locking is the stupidest thing ever. What if we travel a lot? Say I want a portable gaming system, for God's sakes, because I travel a lot. I'm on the go a lot. And th- this on the go just happens to be worldwide. So, hey, let's get a game. Oh, wait, now I have to buy a European 3DS. Oh, wait, now I have to buy a Japanese 3DS to play this game. Now I have to buy an American 3DS to wow, play we're, this game. I'm fluent in so many languages, I'm awesome. <laughs> I know, this is great. I love this scenario, but I don't yeah. like how I have to keep on buying all these different systems when they're exactly the same thing. Thank yeah, you. So, it's Therny. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're about done, right? All right, closing. Favorite objection theme in the game? Apollo, Phoenix, or um, Athena? They have Apollo. different ones? Yes! I don't pay attention to music. You should have music turned off. Oh my gosh! What the hell? Just like the just like the 3, 3D button switch thingy is always off. Cool. I only turn off the music when it's annoying. Which is basically... Uh, oh my god. But I don't dude. I no, I can't pay enough attention to the music because I, I feel that right if the music is catchy enough, if it's taking me out of the game, then no. But the, the music is so satisfying. It I mean really come is. on. Okay, fine. You go dun, listen dun, to them. Maybe it's a good thing he doesn't listen to I had to, to take off my headphones Come on and for that. Slam, and welcome to the jam. That, that has Come nothing to do slam. with anything. If you want a jam. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. What are you going to do? Oh, oh yeah, I'm the person in charge of this. In conclusion, my name is Michael Gray. You can visit me on YouTube at Argelfomf. That's my code name on YouTube. You can watch my video walkthrough for Phoenix Wright 5, Dual Destinies. If you've liked this game or you're interested in this game, watch my video walkthrough to find out more. Yes, and if you thought I wasn't a complete idiot on this podcast, which I'm surprised you wouldn't, you can check out my YouTube channel. I do weekly movie reviews, new movie every week. I recently uploaded one on... Actually, no, I'm currently making one on Hunger Games Catching Fire, so be on a look after that. YouTube channel is just John Rizzi, because Google Plus is a pain in the butt. And uh, my personal YouTube, which I'd never post anything on, is just Diana Gray. Uh, if you like Ace Attorney, you can visit my fanfiction page, Diana, Lily, and Isabella on fanfiction.net. And finally, if you like this podcast in general, uh, you can visit us at gamecola.net, as that is our internet website. Our YouTube channel, which features a video walkthrough for the first Phoenix Wright game starring Diana Gray, 
is on gc.net. That's the letters GC and the words dot and the word net. Yes, that is what I was trying to say. Who yeah. came up with that? The word game cola was already taken. Yeah, go figure. All right. I'm, I'm looking that up. <laughs> so now that we've all I imagine they like. I'm unsubscribing to you guys. I'm subscribing to them. <laughs> ever since then, they probably just deleted their. Um, that would be so lame if they deleted it. <laughs> probably. All right. I think that's no all. More. So uh, thanks for listening. Go pick up a copy of the game at your local eShop. <laughs> Whoa, we didn't talk about that. Are we still no, upset about oh. the fact that the game is eShop only? No. I'm okay with it, actually. Actually, they're thinking about doing... There's a rumor going around that they're thinking about doing cro- cross-play between, and linking accounts between the eShop on the 3DS and, e- and the eShop on the Wii U. So maybe we can play this game on the Wii U also in the future? That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Huh. Except uh, for one small problem. I don't have a Wii U. There's no touchscreen. Oh, I guess well, I do. I'm the one of ten people in America who apparently has a Wii U. <laughs> well, don't try to play any Japanese games on it. All right, I Wait, think is that's the, it. Is the Wii U region specific? Oh my gosh, guys. Another podcast. Diana, Diana, this is important. Is the Wii U region locked? I don't know. I don't have one. You'll have to tune in next time to find out. On the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, it is. Good night, everybody. Oh, good night, everyone. Good night. Oh my! Not oh, cool. not cool. Why would you even say that? Ew. Okay. Speaking of disgusting stuff, so uh, mm, let's skip that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk more about that later. There could have been so many possibilities for that. I know. <laughs>